Yeah, you can't say that word. Yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> fucking Kaiser. Um, can't say fucking anything nowadays. Watch it. Anyway, I'm Nate Sikowskis. <laughs> I'm censored. <laughs> and I'm being held against my will by a tyrannical dictator. I'm also protecting wallets. But um, we're the fucking brothers, and we're here on the uh, other side of 40. We did it, boys. There, there's we, no way we're 40 yet. I hope not. Last episode yeah, was Yeah, well, last was 40, so we're jumping to 41 now, which means we're even closer to 50. That's pretty crazy. Can you believe that? That's almost a perfect round <coughs> number, but... Actually, yeah, 50 might line up with the anniversary. That means we got, like, 10 episodes to get, like, a real guest on. We need cameras. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need connections. But we're getting there. We're uh, almost passing the sun where we were a year ago. And it's been a fun ride. Mm, good tasting Benjamin. Lemon drop. <laughs> Very good. One second. This is blue where the ad read today's podcast and every podcast after that is brought to you by the dr dapper our favorite herbal vaporizer or sorry can we restart i fucked that up it's not it's not an herbal vaporizer <laughs> today's podcast is brought to you by the dr dapper the number one way to vaporize your concentrates the dr dapper is the premier vaporizer on the market in my personal experience, I take the thing everywhere. I have the Boost Evo or Evo Boost. I always get confused because of how fucked up it makes me. So I can never say the name right because it's very confusing. The Evo is real, real small, but it's at the top. And then the Boost is real big, but it's at the bottom. So I don't know which word comes first. But either way, the amount... I gotta start over. <laughs> <laughs> The Dr. Dabber is the premier, uh, fuck. Cut. The premier, uh, wax vaporizer on the market. It, uh, it gets you high like no else. If you can't tell, it's got me high off my ass right now. Uh, the customization options, the... Wow. <laughs> uh, uh... You can find that all and get a uh, discount at fnbros.com to use our affiliate link. That's fnbros.com. Just head on over to fnbros.com. I'm so sorry. No, we did a great job. I, sw I switched to the disposables when I picked those up now because I'm sick of buying pens or Benjamins. Yeah. Because fuck those things. They're selling like one and a half gram dispos now and like they're pretty fire. Not going to lie. This isn't a disposable. I know. Oh, okay. I'm just speaking in general. Gotcha, all right. Just making some tasty flavors. Yeah, yeah. Like dude, They got like fruit punch, pink lemonade, everything under the sun. And I don't want to know what's in them. Are you talking about Fernway specifically? No, I, no. When I think of like the fruitiest of flavors, I think of Fernway. I found fruitier. Really? Yeah. In two different brands. What are they? One of them. Give them a shout. One of I know because I'm gonna fuck I'm gonna butcher this bad. I call it MK Ultra because I don't remember its actual name, but it's like it's MX something like that. They make some fire ones, and I don't know what the other one is. I just know Zach's had them a lot, and they've been phenomenal. I've had more good dab carts than I've had bad dab carts. I think yeah. I mean I don't disagree with that, but I think my problem is like. Pens would shit the bed, and then you got to go buy a new pen. I was yeah. really against dab carts and pens, and even like 
regular dabs when they first started coming around. Dude, we yeah. all were when they first started. We were like, what the fuck? Well, they'd always, like, break apart. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, you could even pull the top off sometimes and the glass would be, the contents inside would be just exposed. I think kids um, have it too easy this day. I think we had to smoke out of plastic pipes and these people can just rip their Benjamins in school. Yeah. Aluminum tinfoil pipes That's and what I'm fucking saying, tin cans and apples and fucking water bottles. And you finished that uh, Jewel documentary on Netflix, right? I yeah, did, and yeah. I was outraged. Mm-hmm. I only watched like the first episode, but like, did the pen ever evolve into that? No. No. Oh. It evolved so. They make their first one, the flume, and then they make the packs, and then they make the jewel, and then from the jewel, it just explodes. So everyone gets the patent, and then it just... Yeah, pretty much. Spreads like wildfire. Mm. Hide comes out. The the reason jewel was a winner is because even still to this day, they're the only device that is like, it hits like a cigarette. I know neither of you two have ever smoked cigarettes, but... In my experience, it's the only thing that pulls like a cigarette. The hides come pretty fucking close, and that's why I love them so much, but the hides have better flavor. My best nickouts came from Jewel. Like my strongest nickouts were from Jewel. Their, their, Jewel's claim to fame is they designed and dis, not discovered, but designed uh, Salt Nick. Salt Nick. Uh, yeah, what's the uh, content compared to. Like, what's the nicotine? Do you know the percentage? So the um, five was, like, the go-to. That's the strongest one. But then they started selling the threes and the no-nick pods. Mm. But, of course, with the whole vape ban thing, they were like, well, that's not fucking happening. A 5% nick pod is equivalent to a single pack of cigarettes, which is 20 cigarettes for the uneducated. In one hit? No, a, a, a single pod contains the same amount mm-hmm. of nicotine as a pack of cigarettes. Oh, I see. Which and is why it's dangerous because these kids started going through two, three pods in a day. Yeah. And that's a lot of fucking nicotine. Fucking ice lungs. But they figured out about the uh, salt nick is that you can add glycerin flavors to it. So another reason Jewel did so fucking well is that the... Big tobacco companies had attempted this, and they created devices that could fire, and they tasted disgusting, like it was really bad. So they found out that they could flavor smoke, similar to how a menthol cigarette does it. So they had Mm. things like mango and fruit punch. and So through Juul's innovation and failed cigarette companies' exploration into vapor devices when box mods came out, they took Big Tobacco's research on Saltnik and applied it to the Jewel and took over the market. And because they were selling fruity flavors, the MAV, Moms Against Vaping, had a case against them because they were like, look, if you're coming out with fruity flavors, you're clearly marketing this towards a younger generation. And the way they, so when they pulled... Which clearly isn't, that's a broad statement. Adults can't like flavors. Well, their, their other argument too is that when they pulled all the information on you know, Saltnik and vaporizing technology. They also pulled all pieces of advertisement for like Marlboro from the 70s upward. And the way they advertise cigarettes is similar to how they advertise alcohol. So you have like young people like that look like they're still in high school, just partying and shit and like Mm. clearly having a great time. 
Have you? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Trying to sell the message of like, you know, you do this, you'll be cool, you'll fit in mm. social circles, whatever. It's you know, like those old Bud Light and Coors commercials. Yeah, so like yeah, grab the dog. Exactly. D- during Jules, you know, startup campaign, obviously they had access to the internet, which mm. means you could reach out to influencers and celebrities and give them Jules and have them promote it. And like a really big thing is, we promote everything. If you watch commercials, we have commercials for literally everything. Have you ever seen a cigarette commercial? No. You would think you would because of how everything is advertised. Before you were born, cigarette commercials were banned because it was proven that they were targeting to children. Yep. And if you look at <coughs> Jules' commercials, they mixed the aesthetic of an Apple commercial with an old-school big tobacco commercial. Yeah, because I started like showing that silhouette mm-hmm. and all that shit. Yeah. And it's like also like the jewel design was inspired by Apple where it's like very sleek because yeah, sorry, you know, it's modern. It looks good. It looks like a fucking flash drive. It was, it was designed by a tech company that started in Silicon Valley. Yeah. I mean, I saw them in every kid's hand in high school and you could see their appeal of like, this is the future. (laughs) I mean, I remember being that kid. Yeah. I remember holding the future in my hands and like, I remember, like, you know, it was very, you could charge it on a school computer and nobody would say anything because they thought it was like a flash drive or something. And nobody wants to talk about the kids like me that were still smoking cigarettes and had a jewel and were just getting nicked the fuck out (laughs) constantly. Yeah. I mean, towards the end of my high school uh, years, the Benjamin started being a thing. So during class, like, we'd, Wear like long sleeve shirts just to like hide oh, yeah. it in the palm there, of our hand. There'd be like two, two rotations. So, like rotating on the left, you'd have a jewel going around, and on the right, you'd have a Benjamin going around. <laughs> if you want my honest opinion, jewel isn't to blame for people dying from the vapes and stuff. Like, it is the sole responsibility of one the parent to parent their children and make sure they're not doing shit they don't want them doing number one number two it was the cartels those fake fucking thc pods that were going around in like 2015 2016 that had fentanyl in them that were killing people with the fucking uh vitamin c Mm -hmm. and that's the exact problem too you know is that the people I'm not saying this is good for me, but the people that have gotten like popcorn lung or like gotten those really bad chest contractions all had bootleg vaporizers, whether it was THC or fucking nicotine. Mm. The the straight up jewel fucking devices from the jewel factory were fine and weren't hurting anybody. And as somebody that's done both for multiple years, I notice a significant difference in my health between when I was smoking cigarettes and vaping. For better? Yeah, I can walk up all three flights of my stairs to get into my apartment without breathing even the slightest bit heavy. If I tried to do that after smoking cigarettes, I I would throw up. <laughs> yeah. The only, like, yes, they have the juice <clears throat> leak problem, so you'd take a hit and you'd get a bunch of juice in your mouth and it was the grossest fucking thing, but I don't think, like, that was doing much damage, you know? Because <laughs> that's, that's the shit that's in my potato chips anyway. Literally. It's fucking nasty. There's worse shit in my toothpaste. Yeah, big facts. There's shit in Skittles that'll kill you. Bro, Doritos are flammable. 
Oh, yeah. You can start fires in, like, wet areas with Doritos. You guys want to go over things that would kill a pilgrim? Yeah, Doritos, <laughs> number one. A, a jewel. Number two. <laughs> Anything no, no. from Taco yeah. Bell. Yeah, no, <laughs> number three. To- toothpaste. <laughs> Pizza rolls. Literally anything you've eaten or touched today would kill a pig- pilgrim. Uh, imagine little Debbie's. Imagine <laughs> g- going back in time for the first Thanksgiving and giving them Takis and pizza rolls. You think any of them would survive? Imagine giving King Henry a fucking cheeseburger, a McDonald's <laughs> cheeseburger. You'd probably be sentenced to death. And then, but then he'd try to marry you. But maybe he'd fake it by the state so he could, like, you know, <laughs> own you and your services. You hand him a happy meal. He opens it up, discovers the toy, and he's like, "What is this? It's a Transformers toy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the coolest shit ever." Like, I can, if I had a time machine, I'd go back and I'd give a bionicle and pizza rolls to like a Victorian child. Giving a bio, how would history change if you just gave someone a bio? I feel like I would, I would come back to rubble. <laughs> Spielberg or Lucas, one's gotta go, and their stuff never existed. By Spielberg, yeah, yeah, because I never would have gotten, yeah. yeah, but no ET phone home, no ET, no Jaws, no Jurassic Park. Park. You're losing a lot, but at the same time, you're gaining so much, yeah, yeah. Who fills that void? James Cameron, <laughs> sorry, not sorry, James Cameron. <laughs> Titanic was because, <laughs> like. When G- uh, when Steven Spielberg made Jurassic Park, they named a uh, whole basketball team after that movie in Toronto. The Toronto the Jurassic Raptor. Parks. The, the yeah. Raptors. Yeah. Nice. That's how fucking popular that movie was. So, like, what? In Toronto specifically? I, they must have been going <laughs> hey, wild Hey, get a load of this. <laughs> they never go outside, so imagine what they must have seen. They've got fucking dinosaurs in this fucking... Uh, that was British, not Canadian. Well, there. They're not that close to us. Sorry, hey, bud, man. you see this movie here? I think if the British were closer, I'd be more vindictive. I think I'd be angrier more periodically if they were closer to me. Hey, bud, imagine a, ver- a velociraptor attacking the streets. That would be crazy, eh? Did I tell you guys how I fell down a rabbit hole of a British guy reacting to things yeah. like American things? No. All right. Well, oh uh, yeah, I, I fell down this rabbit hole. I found this YouTuber who just he gets really excited and he's I, I don't think he's autistic. I think he's just really obsessed with like American culture. <laughs> it's a staple around the world. But like he just watches videos in in his fucking little bedroom and, and his like, flat. Yeah, and, and <laughs> people just, shopping. And- not no, like people like specifically. He watches these two other Brits that are obsessed with American shit, <laughs> and he like reacts to their videos, but he also reacts to like other things too. Well, he should go into that lane of. Uh- you know, gas station employees. Oh, dude. channels now. He explores it all, and it just, he gets so excited that it makes me smile. It's like, they don't know about this stuff, but then, like, I see stuff that I don't know about over there, and it's just like, like, I get it, but. There's a restaurant over there where you go in, and they just treat you like trash. There's one in America, too, like that. I'd oh, yeah. There would be. That's, a, that's a universally loved concept around the world. <laughs> I want to go to one of those. You, know, you got to understand, though, like, the European mind cannot comprehend a Golden Corral. 
Oh, no, not at all. The European mind does not understand what it's like to get a maple syrup foot job at Denny's. (laughs) The the guy I'm referring to that watches these videos, the two other guys that he watches also go to one of their, like, local British high schools and bring American snacks and stuff for, like, the high school kids. It's in, like, an all-boys school, and they try the snacks, and they did a cereal one. And every single one of the kids hated all of our cereals. They were like, how is this breakfast? This is literally dessert. I'm sorry, but the Brits don't have any right to speak on breakfast. I'm I'm aware. uh, They'd be be like eating beans and toast and like, "Mm, (laughs) scrumptious. Because the guys preface it like, how how many times a day do you eat cereal for breakfast? And all the kids were like two to three, maybe even four times a week that they eat cereal for breakfast. And then they pull out Lucky Charms, Fruit Loops, uh, Cocoa Puffs, and like a whole bunch of other shit. And, like, they ate all the cereal, but they were like, this is gross, and then would eat another spoonful of it, and then they're like, yeah, this is disgusting, and then they would just (laughs) keep eating it, and I was like, you like it, you fucks. Yeah, You can't be, like, a denier in that. You can't be like, oh, yeah, cereal is gross. American cereal is disgusting. Come on, they literally have beans and toast in a box. <laughs> Beanios, fucking ridiculous. It's probably because they're offending their fathers back home. Yeah, who just stuck to that since mm-hmm. you know the fucking smoke filled the air. <laughs> One of my favorite memes of all time is that the taste of uh, England's food and the looks of their women made English men the best sailors in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you what? You what? The fucking moss rock. I'd go. I'd have fun. I'd fit in, I guess. I just want to see the castles, bro. Like, I get that we have castles over here that I can go visit, but men have died at their castles. Lucky. That's what I mean. And they have, like, armed castles, too. Buckingham Palace. Oh, those guys are fucking ridiculous. Like, you all... No, they won't even say that. Hundreds of thousands of men have died for like a 13-year-old boy's chance to be king at (laughs) some of these castles. And that's why Brits are so fucking stupid. <laughs> also, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to see like the British National History Museum, but it, because it became it contains ninety six percent of all the world's history. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're just they're borrowing thieves. it, though. I'm sure. I know I'm a thief, but like I'm nothing compared to the British. It's so funny because there's more African relics in the British Museum than there are in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they're like, "Oi, Prime Minister, they got stuff we want. They, they, they want." <laughs> Oi. Wait, they got more land than us. They what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, we yeah. gotta go out, make some colonies. Oi, Prime Minister, they have this thing called tea. They what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I heard of it. <laughs> oh, anyway, they got a lot of it. We found this thing called the Silk Road, Prime Minister. You what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can we attack? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Set sail. It's a whole land of them. It's a whole land of them. They feel like they know everything. They got information on everything, but they wipe with their left hand. Tax them. Who, who, was, <laughs> who was more convinced to culturize India, the Brits or the French? Oh, we, oh, we can come over here involved. and we contact these people and say, Lana, we can make some slaves for us, you know? <laughs> You won't. 
What? <laughs> we cannot let the English find this paradise. It is ours. It might stink, but it is ours, you know? <laughs> they stink like us. I, I, have you ever seen that meme? And it's like, I want to learn French so I can refuse to speak it versus just not knowing <laughs> it. It's <laughs> a hot take. <laughs> I fucking love that. I mean, yeah, I get it. They're my people. But like I said, butter, natural philosophy, war machines, they're fucking idiots. <laughs> I'm not saying I hate them as much as the Brits, but they're up there with their loosely rolled cigarettes and steel. <laughs> Fucking oh, assholes. yes, I would like to smoke this cigarette while Once eating the this tower. baguette. No, such a beautiful day in Pavi. <laughs> Meanwhile, rats are just crawling on their feet <laughs> quite, quite Paris literally. is a fucking shithole. It's back to riots, back to trash on the street. How many times can you ransack a city before you give up on it? <laughs> it's not worth it, guys. Who's going to tell them, you know? 2,000 years of people trying to take that city for some goddamn reason has made it undesirable, it's in so my pretty. opinion. <laughs> the architecture. In modern days, who do you think is the silliest European? In modern days? In, like, what sense? Like, what, what country Just in, in You general? cannot take them seriously. What race? What European? Like what country? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Yeah, you can't really trust those guys. They, uh... Yo, what about the Dutch? I, well, that was my answer. Cause like they're just like goofballs. <laughs> I, you, know, you know what I love about Dutch people? How direct they are. Oh yeah. So like you know yeah. if if you're in America and you're like. Hey, you want to get coffee? And the person's like, oh, no, sorry. Like, I'm working late. I can't. They'll, like, excuse you, like, rapidly. But in the Dutch, if you're like, hey, you want to get coffee? They'll be like, it's rush hour. I'm not driving there to be, for you. You're not worth that. <laughs> you're not worth that. Is that how they are? <laughs> yeah, they're very direct. So they, they don't, like, beat around the bush with anything. Yo, what about Bavarians? <laughs> Leave them out of this. Okay. Haven't they gone through enough? I guess. All right. In, in the same breath, who are the coolest Europeans? The Swedes. You think so? Oh, let's go get coffee, yeah. I was thinking oh, the Scots. So <laughs> what? I was thinking the Scots. <laughs> Fiddle me under the moonlight, McLeod. Stick it right in my poopa. Fucking hate the Scots. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you like? Well, I don't like Europeans. <laughs> That's a good point. But it's like, isn't that fair? Isn't that where the rest of the world's at, too? Yeah, I don't think because uh, the, the Europeans don't even like Europeans. They're always fucking uh, killing each except other. Except <laughs> with the exception of our boys in Belgium. Can we get the oh, yeah. applause? Hell we yeah. fucking oh, love yeah. you guys. Oh, yeah. Fuck, fuck, love yeah. you, Belgian boys. Thank you for listening. So long. It's uh, the fucking brothers, yeah. The fucking ah, brothers, yeah. Das brothers. Das brothers. Huge, huge shout out to the Bosnian chicken farmers. <laughs> bless them. God bless them, everyone. fucking love those guys. Belgian they thems. The <laughs> While we're shouting Whoa. people out, Chaney, we didn't forget about you. We we see you down there listening. Fed turned fan. Can't wait that for that to be a t-shirt. I just want to know <laughs> whose agent he is. No one's anymore. He got reassigned. He loves us too much. He retired because we started this show. Oh, I meant to pitch this to you guys. How do you guys feel about like crosshairs over the heart on a shirt? And it says like government, aim your laser here. That would be a good one. <laughs> also, good one. in the grand scheme of things, we won't be far in the grand scheme of things from Cheney Rez. We could go try to find him. <laughs> my my take is that we all wear our fucking merch and we just walk around and we wait till he finds us. 
Or like, you know, like we kind of set it up. So it's like, Cheney, we're coming to that area. We're going to be walking around. Come find us. That's pretty cool. What if he just like really hates us though? Like what if he's just got like a hate fetish? Yeah. What if he's going to fucking Beatles Nate? Can you sign this, Nate? I mean, frankly, I expected that the two of you signing on for the podcast knew that you'd take the chance of getting assassinated at any given moment in you know time. What, Chaney, I'm, re- I'm willing to take that risk. And you need to live your lifestyle in a way that you're prepped for any type of hit that could be put on you. I'm not charismatic enough to be assassinated because of this show, but my takes might get me killed. <laughs> No, you're going to get Proud Boys. Like, you're going to get an unfair oh, trial. <laughs> <laughs> like, 40 years for saying the wrong thing. And I feel like they're going to keep Nate alive, but they're probably going to torture him. Listen, but if anyone out of the three of us could turn this into something with a cult-like fan base, it's me. <laughs> I mean, Nate's got fans in Japan. They love him over oh, there. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. But I could get us some, like, fashion. Proud Boys type fucking followers I if I wanted Oh god! I don't want the Proud Boys following us. Yeah. <laughs> Proud Boys, just calm down a little. G- G- <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse for president, twenty twenty four. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get it on the, the young patriots. <laughs> god. Obviously, like you know, January sixth happened. But we know that to fight the government the most effectively, it's like you can't, you need to have resources, you need to have money saved, and you just need to stop contributing to the economy. That's the only way the government can actually be like, hey, what the fuck are you guys doing? You guys, hey, hey, hey. You would need three months of reserve oil and gasoline to pull it off. Just a- But if 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 majority of population bound together and just stopped going to work for like two months, the government would be like, oh, uh, wasawi. <laughs> Wouldn't shit start blowing up in certain fields, though? You bet. <laughs> At every point in history, there comes a time where a government forgets that they work for their people. That's a big fact. Mm-hmm. And we like, just hit that point in our society, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got a, we kind of just like rattled the system a bit the past couple of years. They rattled we, us. Well, yeah, the whole world rattled. Be, well, in granted, if they release that virus or not. In my it, opinion, but, the internet is working against us in the sense that because we are so connected, the government is able to use that to their favor. In the sense that they can keep individual groups at each other's throats long enough to keep them distracted from standing together and fucking overthrowing a corrupt government. Yeah, it's like in Vice. Like, that's a actually, like, very important movie to just, like, see how easy it is to, like, take over the reins in any position. But um, those focus groups where they got, like, all the people sitting in a circle and, you know, it's, like, all different backgrounds, but... By the end, they get them saying something, and mm-hmm. then they just send them out. But that's just gotten easier because uh-huh. of Twitter accounts, bots, all this and that. What's an interesting stat is that 58% of like posts that sparked major political strife or debate came from Russian or Chinese bot accounts. Yeah, I mean, one of the top Christian sites... Um, Go Rogan Podcast! <laughs> One of the top Christian sites, uh, I think it's like number two in the country, is ran by Russian bots. What's the site? I don't know. But it's, it's, it's like a Facebook group. No, I, I know where you're going with mm-hmm. this, and he's quoted this a lot. It's like on Facebook back in like 
2015, 2016. <laughs> that was uh, poorly timed. Like, I want to say, I think he quoted five of the top ten Christian dating sites were run by Russian fucking bot farms, which was proven. I'm not surprised. Yeah. The fact that they have, like, bot farms. Bot farms are crazy, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, um... I'm not going to pretend to, like, really understand what it all means, but, like, I understand what a bot is, and I understand what a farm is, so I can kind of put them together. It's a room full of servers is yeah, what okay. it is, you all know, right. and they're, yeah. they're all inputted to okay. moderate. So there's just, like, one asshole like you sitting in a dark room with a whole bunch of servers making... Probably the- not even a guy in there. There's probably an asshole that goes in there once a week and uploads certain things and sent, sets, like, drafts and shit. Gotcha. And scheduled. Gotcha. They just create, like an army of salesmen for yeah. a certain demographic. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, they'll find, like, incel profiles with people with neck beards, and then it'll just be um, all the lady bots texting them, like, hey, you look pretty cute. Fuck me tonight. <laughs> Buy my fucking OnlyFans. Click on this link. While we're talking about deceiving people, I think the three of us are capable of starting a pyramid scheme. I think well, we have let's the not right. talk about it on here now. I've been working on it for <laughs> years. I got so many. God, in, you in, guys are so disgusting. No, 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 no <laughs> stop, stop. I wanna I wanna sell a master class and it's how to get rich out like out of the lower class. Okay. okay I'm doing yeah. and I get it. I'm doing what everybody else is doing, but I'm gonna be very direct with it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you how to exploit the poor, how to gaslight your family. Yep. You know, all the all the things you are missing, like you are broke because you're not gaslighting enough people. Right. Stay toxic. You, like, <laughs> you you need to be T-shirt. You need to be exploiting the poor and the elderly if you want to make it in this fucking world, right? And that's a given, though, right? No, of course. You know you need to be you need to be cold calling nursing homes and convincing grandmas with big pensions and four hundred one k's to write you into their inheritance. I when is enough enough? <laughs> like, when, when I've gaslighted enough people with dementia so they can do my bidding financially. What's your bank account look like at that point? I mean, Come, God, couple. the elderly got plenty of money to hand right? out. Right. That's why. Uh, obviously, like the target demographic is that you exploit poor people because poor people are not college educated, which means <laughs> they're going to succumb quicker to a pyramid scheme, which right. is really crucial. Happened mm. to my parents. <laughs> Who's didn't it happen to? It's literally, everybody buys. You're ready for a house. Everybody buy. Like my mom was an Avon rep. Mm-hmm. That's a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. D- did you? My mom sold Tupperware. Yeah, same. Same. I was about to bring up Tupperware. Do you know about any of that shit? No. Nah. So, like, do you, have you ever heard of any of that? Tupperware, Avon. I mean, I've heard of Tupperware, and I know timeshares were going around okay. a lot back then. So, like the way, like, so Tupperware is a giant pyramid scheme. Okay, so it's like the only way to get the money they claim you're gonna make is if you like rank up and climb the ladder and at that point you're managing people that are also selling the product and the way it worked is that you would put in a startup investment of like say $500 and in return you would get enough stuff to host a party and the way it works is that you you know clean the house and you set up tables with your Tupperware and you invite all your friends over. Oh, Tupperware party. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, so that's what it is. But mm-hmm. it can be applied to any of those things that they were selling, like Avon's like cosmetics and shit. So they were doing it with that too. So mm-hmm. you'd have all your gal pals over, 
and you'd convince them that you don't want to go to work, so you're selling Tupperware, and that they should be buying Tupperware because it's going to change their game in the kitchen or whatever it may be. Well, really, it just created one big you know, yeah, cycle yeah, of yeah, housewives so, and you know they, Tupperware. They, yeah. go, they go through a scripted pyramid scheme pitch that they read. They read it. People buy the Tupperware, and the idea is that you <coughs> make your money back. What a lot of people our age don't realize is that we come from a time where things were changing and the stay-at-home mom was going away. Because up until we were growing up, the stay-at-home mom was a regular American thing. That's why when Pyramid Scheme started in the 80s, women were the highest demographic of targeted people because they were like, women need to make money. And chances are women don't understand how the economy works because they've never been in the workforce. So we're going to curate Pyramid Scheme centered around the idea of women entrepreneurs. And the whole mm. reason they backed the whole suffrages movement to give women the right to vote because 50 years down the line they saw a possibility of getting women in the workforce permanently so that they could get another vote for their parties. Yeah, They just they destroyed the, the one <coughs> worker household and one stay-at-home parent household to get more votes. And then it was all that poster with the girl in her, you can do it. All that. Yeah, but that's like the first true wave. Like, I believe in the first true wave of feminism. Like, my mom was a first, like, like, because if you want to work, you deserve to be able to have a career and work. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying, though, is you shouldn't be shamed for wanting to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, we're on fourth wave feminism now. I was agreeing with feminism up until the third wave. The third wave is what spiked. The fucking was the tipping point. Fourth wave feminism spiked male suicide rates. <laughs> What's uh, the differences in the waves? Okay, like, so you got like wave one. It's like, okay, women want to be in the workforce. They want to have jobs. They want the opportunity to go make money, you know? Uh, you could argue that wave one was the suffragettes and getting the right Okay, to okay. If you, but if, yeah. Okay, that's fair. If you want to argue that wave one is 19 er- earlys, you know? The late yeah. 18... 90s. Yeah, early 1900s. Or, no, I think it was 1919. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that that's the 17th. It uh, it's the 16th or 17th amendment. I respect woman way too much to want to be wrong about this. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> well, no, that's not true. I'm simply I have a rich person's mindset. Yeah, that's fair. Poor people have empathy. 1920. Rich people have okay. gaslighting skills. All right, so in 1920, uh, women get the right to vote. First wave of feminism. Second wave, right peaks. on the cusp yeah. of the roaring 20s. Yeah, second so wave it's... comes around. Okay, we want to be in the workforce. You know, we want to be paid. We World want War II. World War II, on. exactly. Yeah. We yeah. needed you to work in the factories, and now that the men are home, we don't want to go back to being homemakers. We want to work. We there get... was a fucking show I was watching. That... Oh, fucking Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Yeah, the, right. women, the women ran the fucking shit. Literally. While the boys were away. Mm-hmm. You get to third wave, and it's like, okay, you know, single moms are badass, powerful, strong, beautiful. They don't need no man. Okay, it's harder, but they pull through it. You know, it's, a pretty, it's pretty much the essential of like, okay, a woman can operate independently without a man. But you get in a fourth wave, and it's very like anti-man per se. Oh, yeah, men are trash. Like all, all men are trash, all men... Like, you need to have a rich man. Like, you cannot be happy with a man that's not pulling in six figures. Mm. Very sex positive. Yeah, like, know, know your worth, queen. Yeah. All, you have to do, all you have to do is be pretty. So whores. 
<laughs> and you yell at us oh, for saying things that are going to get us in trouble. You are very lucky. Haley's got headphones on. <laughs> I do not. Oh, no. Oh, no. A fourth wave feminist. <laughs> you spoke in a new existence. You manifested a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> sound, sound the alarm! Sound the alarm! Get to the bunker! <laughs> do something! Protect I your wallet! Handle Andrew Tate in this house. If there was an Andrew Tate, my Bugatti. Would... <laughs> He's waiting outside. Women yeah, love that... me and my Bugatti. I didn't even know about Tristan Tate. Less no. co- well, he's Shut the fuck he, up. he's still a Tate, but he's less Tate than Andrew. Barely. I hate wine bottles. This is ridiculous. So fourth wave feminism would say, okay, Haley's needs to leave him because he can't open a wine bottle Ooh, right good, away. Uh, that's going to be great on he audio. Did he did. I don't want to <laughs> But the, the whole point is that if he was a high value man, he would have it, had it open two minutes ago. <laughs> 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 feminism, am I right? Yeah, pretty much. Because at first it was like, okay, a woman want rights, fine. But now women want like power which is it sounds bad when i word it like that but they want like power over all reality and all mankind so you're saying elizabeth warren is a uh, turbo slut (laughs) yes i'm saying that elizabeth warren (laughs) she's a turbo slut i got i got turbo turbo slut yeah so i'm like obviously like they're they're very like they're extremely sex positive, so they'll wear like just a thong to the gym. They'd be like, "Stop fucking staring at me, you fucking creep! I'm just trying to fucking work out, and you're fucking looking at me." Like a guy will like grunt on a set, and she'll be like, "Fucking pervert! <laughs> Stop looking at me!" And it's and it's like the very like. So I, I saw a thread that was like, it was like, guys, why'd you stop talking to women in public? And they were like, well, I just don't want to be labeled as a creep, you know? Like, yeah. They fucking, they look at me like I'm about to fucking rape them in a dark alley. I'm like five <laughs> foot four. <laughs> Where do we draw the line, though? I don't know what's correct. Yeah, I don't know. I just like stay inside and play video games and it's all right. It's all good. Incel. Have you considered yeah. joining joining the real world? I'm a fourth wave. You didn't. <laughs> I, so I, I, I've been really adamant about like debunking the Tate brothers recently. Uh, okay. Because like I, I don't disagree with like some of the things they say. Like you know, be strong and all that. Be resilient. Life shitty. Whatever. But they'll like go on a rant about how crypto bros are fucking pussies. They're not real <laughs> men. Whatever. All tech boys are just little fucking pussy boys. You know. And it makes you want to hack them, right? Well, no, hold on. They're not men. They're not building roads. Okay, I can understand their argument based on their views, but their real world. You know what that is? What? The real world. So it, the real world is the internet platform that the Tate brothers own that teaches you how to pretty much become the alpha male type. Oh, yeah, they're like school shit yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and, and a lot of... So you're paying Andrew Tate $50 a month for him to teach you about Bitcoin while he goes on social media to tell you that Bitcoin makes you a pussy. Oh, yeah, it's one big cycle. Yeah, it's... Just a, like, keep it, listening to what... It, it's funny, keep actually. Keep listening to what I have to say. Yeah, because the, the Tate brothers, Justin Waller, that fucking tight pants motherfucker, they're all fucking in one giant pyramid scheme. Just drinking all glasses they, of water. They, they've targeted their argument to quote-unquote alpha males which is really funny because if you uh, look at those labels or whatever you can technically one-up that if you want so i could be an ultra dude and that would be a higher <laughs> level than an alpha male or a, or a turbo guy 
<laughs> They're like, that's two, two levels higher than the alpha male, per se. Oh, you're an alpha bro? Cool, I'm a turbo dude. <laughs> I'm going to start referring to myself as a turbo dude. Yeah, yeah, so, like, I don't like the term alpha male because it implies, <laughs> like, you know, I should be beating woman and slapping my kids if I see them playing with uh, kitchenware. Because I am like that. I'm, I'm a turbo dude. I'm not raising no sissy boy, <laughs> and the only toy I'm going to give him is an M4 carbine. I'm gonna if I have a son, I'm gonna make sure he knows that his only purpose is to die for his government in war. Can we get the applause? Yeah. It's me, Turbo Man. <laughs> and it's like I'm I'm ultra dude. <laughs> I'm the guy. Oh, oh, you lift weights and disrespect woman and you call yourself an alpha? Well, I'm a I'm a crypto billionaire and a salamander breeder. I'm a fucking turbo dude. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. God damn. You tell him, bro. <laughs> but it's like they just say the most ridiculous fucking shit. You need to wake up at 1.30 a.m., check your phone feed, make yeah. sure the stock is rising. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, the, like yeah, I want to be a billionaire, sure. I want to conquer the market in that sense. You want power. I, I want to. <laughs> You're a fifth wave feminist. <laughs> I'm on whatever side pays me, am I right? <laughs> sure, it's Israel this week, because that's what's paying good right now. <laughs> but um tis. Oh, okay, Halliburton. Wow. <laughs> but these guys are like, you know, clearly just like stock bros, pyramid scheme fucks, you know, and they're like, blue collar works is the greatest thing in the world. We have nothing but respect for they don't respect the blue collar people. Yeah. They don't respect the working man. They, 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 just, they, they, they don't. No, they don't. And, that, and that's the that's the whole point because their message is like they're living know. like an incel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, have you seen the pictures of Tate? Just like in, Andrew Tate's a Looney Tune. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he looks like an Acme rocket is coming at him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I always expect to see like comic panels above his head. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> in Romania. Man. <laughs> and like I obviously like they were they were annoying and they were fun to make fun of, but when Justin Waller joined their crew, I just couldn't because he's such a clown. I, I don't feel like any of the world has heard of this Justin Waller, but Yeah, because he's like like if you see a picture of Andrew and Tristan walking off a private jet, he's the dude in the tight pants all the way to the right. <laughs> <laughs> Always all the way to the right. And, and it's interesting because he he hangs out with Andrew Tate and he has this alpha male mindset. But if Andrew Tate is top G, that means all the G's below Andrew Tate are lower G's. They're either still top G's because they're with Andrew Tate, which would make them bottom top G's. So they're part of the pack, but they're not top G. Which means that they... They go against their own alpha credence because the alpha credence is I, I need to be the top. I need to be the yeah. alpha dominant, destroy all in my way, misogynist, beat my kids type of male. So, so then how, how can there be a group of top Gs? When there's only one, one top, top G. G. Because that would mean that anyone just hanging around Andrew Tate is a beta cuck. Maybe they just think they'll be their, his heir. Wouldn't you like to be the heir apparent? Tate... Air, air, Tate. Air. But and that's the thing. If I was hanging around with top G's, I would have that mentality of I need to be the topest G in the room. Yeah, in his, right, uh, dog. 
no ultra dude <laughs> turbo guy because Sorry, to turbo get guy. to get into the real world don't you need to win a combat tournament no you don't you pay uh, the price is right now 59.99 a month so you pay you pay 60 dollars a month and you get classes on how to work crypto on the stock market and but no there's like a in-person like camp he it, has where like you go there and you have to fight in a cage in order to advance for your spot. I don't remember what it's called. But, but I paid the $60. Doesn't that make me a top G? You're a G syndicate. Wouldn't I just be a beta cuck at that point? Yee. Damn it. More than the majority of the world, I guess. Oh, You're on man. the G network. <laughs> no, it's, it's literally it's a scam. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And, and, I, and if that did exist, I don't think the fighting ring exists anymore because of the whole sex trafficking thing. Yeah, he's probably had to calm down a little bit. That after would be that. a hell of a front to get kids in a Romania. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Oh, geez. Oh, oh God. Look at this. <laughs> but yeah, so you have an era of fourth wave feminism, which is making men really confused and sad. So they're looking to Daddy Tate for the answers, who clearly does not respect women at all. And they and they're almost clinging on to that, like, oh, we need to undo all that feminism stuff and go back to when men were men, you know. And wo- and woman had black eyes. <laughs> Does he hit these women? Not on camera. You what? <laughs> What's the matter? Not a top G. What's the matter? What's the matter? You got a little fucking empathy? You're afraid to gaslight the elderly? I got a little G hesitancy. <laughs> I just I don't I don't get the tier system. I guess that's what confuses me. <laughs> Bottom line. Yeah, no, I get it. Like, so like if I gave Daddy How can you be I, a tier of top? You know, so like if I gave Daddy Tate like 70 a month, would that make me a higher G than say a G that's only giving him 60 a month? I'd say you'd be like more <laughs> That make you more of a beta because you're giving him more for his you're acceptance. Like in- intermediate G. Intermediate top. But I'm still a G though, right? Yeah. Top, top dog. You're alpha. in the G syndicate. And if you, theoretically, if you had like, if they all shared the same, I, there can only be one alpha mindset. Wouldn't it just be a dog fight all the time and they'd just be fighting one another? <laughs> like a quite literal power struggle? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I wonder why he got rid of that combat tournament because, like, it should be everyone facing him, like a bracket ter- uh, type of thing. Yeah, because he's the top G. Yeah. That's why I hate him. He's just such a poser. Like, there's no way that women are attracted to him. But, but he's a top wrong. G. He's so unattractive. He has a Bugatti. <laughs> he has so a Bugatti, <laughs> and he drinks his <laughs> sparkling water. <laughs> Absolutely no way that he gets pussy. But Absolutely. He- but he's got money, and fourth wave feminism has inspired women to only chase money. Are you a, are you a third wave? Well, we can be friends if you're a third wave, but I don't like fourth wave. <laughs> Top G shit. <laughs> Hating woman investing in real estate. I love being the turbo dude. <laughs> That's so much fun. (laughs) Like making fun of those fucking millionaires is so funny because like they clearly don't understand how lower class people live. They're like one fifteen, alarm goes off, I'm in the sauna. 
120 <laughs> rolls around, I'm in the ice bath. It's like you're taking an ice bath because it thinks you're, do you think it makes you a mental warrior? I'm taking an ice bath because my water heater blew up and I can't afford to replace it. <laughs> <laughs> live like us for once. I think anyone running for government office has to live on state minimum wage for like three months and live in subsidized housing for like half a year. That'd be quite the experience for them. But I don't think they'd get the message if it was only for three months. They're like, oh, this is a fun challenge. Poverty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hate because like they'll perceive fun challenges as like just what the lower class have to deal with on the daily. Every single day, yeah. I, I was I was thinking about that. It's like being on Naked Unafraid for them. <laughs> yeah, like I can remember like being eight and being like, I knew I was a low class child and like everyone's talking about their summer vacations. And I was thinking about how that summer I was eating ketchup on bread in the dark. <laughs> 2008. God, I couldn't I even get a McDonald's poor. meal because everything was tanking. No, like, you know, like they're like, oh, my God, Disney World, Canopy Lake Park. Oh, my God, we're going on a cruise. And I'd be like, oh, well, they couldn't pay the electric bill and buy groceries. So now I'm eating fucking ketchup bread in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Being poor is fucking awesome. Mom, I need Wi-Fi for this assignment. We can't get wi-fi <laughs> yeah i can remember like going to the public library but like right before close begging them to let me in so i could print something oh, i didn't even try <laughs> just go to the library it, it was so funny because like as soon as they knew you had like home troubles they'd like give you excuses in class mm. i remember like senior year they knew you were going through it oh my god and they would always just give you breaks like nate you don't have to pass that in today if you don't want to if you're not feeling up to it Nate, we know you smell like shit because, you know, you haven't been washing your clothes and you constantly smell like weed and we get it, you're tired. (laughs) But we need that assignment. Yeah, I hated the special treatment. (laughs) I feel like I definitely contributed to it because I'd be like... Yeah, you were an asshole. I'd be like, hey, Miss Travers, did you know Nate's homeless? Oh, my God. He got evicted. Did you know that? (laughs) He has to come live with me and my poor family now. (laughs) Ain't I a star? (laughs) Top G shit. (laughs) Bugatti. Bugatti. You are the worst best friend anyone could ask for. You give the man shelter and you get labeled a villain. I'm grateful for it. It's funny how this world works. You I'm give both of us shelter and you're still <laughs> and an still asshole. A villain. How does that happen? No, I'm grateful for Look my in time the mirror, there. asshole. I see somebody that's got so much potential in manipulating the elderly <laughs> to his advantage. I'm with you there. Because it's, you know. Do I want to stay broke and honorable, or do I want to start exploiting the lower class? I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> how, do you, how, how do you live with yourself after you've like I, you know what the is? bank account you know what of what another is? dementia patient? It, you, because you make a minor, minor successful financial gain doing something fucking stupid. And <laughs> it's fucking uh, stupid. Uh, like, do you, you know how a lot of these internet gurus make their money? You know what their main source is? No. Take a guess. Do you know what it is? Is it just trickery? It's selling you something. They're snake oil salesmen. So if I successfully scam one elderly woman, I write three books in volumes on how to scam the elderly. (laughs) And then not only do I have my initial money that I got from gaslighting an older person, but I also get the money from the books because people want to learn, oh, I want to gaslight the elderly. (laughs) Yeah. The elderly. 
Exactly. You peach the you preach the paradiso living. I pull out a laptop. You're just talking about the world. I I pull out a laptop and a coffee shop in Italy because I can travel and do whatever the fuck I want all from one spot because what I do is cold call nursing homes. (laughs) (laughs) So I I sell a book on how you can cold call nursing homes. You go in, sign a fucking registration thing, say you're putting down whatever name to go visit, and you just walk right into those fucking Alzheimer locked units and you get going and you say, Grandma, it's been so long. I haven't seen you. Remember, it's me, Ethan, or whatever have you. You make something up. The point is you manipulate her by visiting her frequently because you're playing your part. You know, you know, like, oh, you're, you're, you're so beautiful. You're not a day over 20. You know, you compliment their looks, bring them their favorite food, flower, what have you. Oh, you, I stopped wearing glasses years you, ago. You, because, because they're a deranged dementia patient, they see you more than they see their grandkids. So in their head... Oh, that's my grandkid. <laughs> but basically, you, you know. I never had a son. Let me ask you this one question. Yeah. How many visits to your dad's dementia ward did you have to go through before you started thinking this angrily in silence with all, sitting with him? All it took was twice. Well, because, you know, we, and you go, I go in the other day and he's sitting at a different table and I'm like, oh, they, they got you somewhere new today. And he's like, well, they, they brought us all out here for the launch. And I was like, they sure did, bud. They sure did. That's right, sport. <laughs> and he's like, he's like always covered in Cheerios. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, how, how, how can I make money off this? And I'm looking around and I see all these. The old woman, because dementia works, you know, typically it uh, shoots off the male anger gene, so it'll make men more aggressive, and it'll make women just kind of more confused, you know? <laughs> so you see these spaced women that are talking to themselves, and they're smiling, and you think to yourself, I could gaslight her. <laughs> Eileen would be very easy for me to say, hey, Grandma, I, Grandma <laughs> can I bring you anything? You need anything? You don't look a day over 20, and you know... You, you don't know. look like Sammy. <laughs> oh, what can I say? <laughs> Lost a lot of weight, Grandma. Grandma, it's 2025. And you know, Eileen, or whatever her name is, is on her deathbed, and she goes, Sammy, I wanted you to have this, and she gives you a brooch that's worth $4 million, <laughs> or family heirloom, or writes you into the will. Just and then a it's like fist of a nugget. So, and then I guess, I guess that's part of the reason you don't have to feel bad about it, is that you do something like that once, and then you sell the knowledge on how to do it. And what brings you the money is not the brooch you pawned off. It's the course on how to exploit the elderly. What happens when you and Sammy show up on the same day? I explain to him that I have a business opportunity for him. (laughs) And we split the brooch money and become co-founders of a pyramid scheme company. What happens? I took economics. Cut us out. Just cut us out. We, right. No, we still have eight minutes left. Don't no, you guys no. want to get rich? Don't let, don't, don't cut him out. <laughs> don't Stop you, this. Don't you guys want to be rich? Um, or put, do, you, do you want to be poor, empathetic beta cucks for the this. rest don't of your go goddamn there lives? Be disgusting. Good go night, out there everyone. Be a turbo dude. Be a turbo guy. <laughs>